Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 331 of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, man. Got some uh, got some things to talk about tonight. Some stuff I want to get off my chest. <laughs> no, oh, no, shit. I t- okay. no, I'll take that back. I don't want to build false hope. So I don't have anything planned like that. No, I just, uh, I, just uh, I, I had an interesting thing that I saw on Jeopardy that I wanted to talk about. Yo, I saw your tweet and I didn't follow up to see what happened afterwards, but I was, I meant to ask that before we started, but I kind of forgot, but yeah. Hey, well, um, I, I was talking about it right now. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know how um, on Jeopardy, like they'll, they'll, they'll start doing the show, then they'll go to commercial and they come back commercial uh, after the first commercial, they'll kind of like do these little interviews where, where, where uh, Alex used to talk to the guest and now Ken talked to the guest and, and now Blossom talked to the guest. And, you know, they just do like these little quick little interviews and the per- basically the person says, you know, a couple sentences, fun fact about themselves and they move to the next person. And it's an Indian dude in the middle. And she's like, yeah, so uh, I hear you have this game and I, and I couldn't I couldn't catch the name of the game. And then I couldn't catch a lot of what he was saying because his accent was like super thick. So it's kind of hard to understand at times. But basically, he described this game that he has with his friends where they just like compete to see who can rack up the most air air miles he's like yeah we'll just like hop on a plane and just go to go somewhere and just come right back like we don't actually go visit the place we just do it just for the miles he's like so sometimes i'll just hop on an airplane i'll just go to japan and just come right back and i'll you know just to get the miles and shit and i'm like <laughs> like the other thing might be the most hated nigga in the history of jeopardy because he's flexing the ability to just like piss away money on airfare, which is wildly expensive. And he does it just for like shits and giggles. And then he also doesn't care about the environment because he's just like, yeah, I just fly airplanes for fucking fun. <laughs> like Bruh. he's just hopping on hopping on planes to go to Japan. He don't even need to go there. <laughs> just, so he can, just so he can own his friends, he can dunk on his friends and shit. <laughs> like, the, like this guy, like nobody's gonna like this guy. <laughs> What was the response from when he was, you know, as he was saying this shit? Like, my response was my jaw hitting the floor. Uh, Blossom was just kind of, she was like, oh, that's cool. Like, she, like, I feel like she thought it was kind of awkward and, uh, but couldn't say, like, wow, that's kind of a weird thing to do. Like, you can't say that. So I think she was just like, oh, cool, whatever. And then it just went on. But, like, I don't know, man. I feel like, that shit sounded bad, weird to me, dog. Like, oh, I'm hoping weird. I misheard. I'm well, I'm hoping I misheard it. Like maybe that's not what I heard, but like I really feel like I heard him say, like, yes, yeah, so I just hop, we just hop on a plane to go to Japan and just come right back. I'm like, what? And no, I, I, there's no way I misheard. I know I heard that shit. Nah, even the- Blossom was like, she's like, you won't even stay there. He's like, yeah, we just do it just for the miles. Like, what? Bruh, I'm surprised he hasn't been investigated for fucking drug muling or some shit. Cause that sounds like some yeah. some some shit that you know fucking F- the FDA or not FDA, FDA would be flying. FAA, FAA, not FDA. But shit, but the alphabets, the FBI, somebody's gonna be saying something to you for doing like, oh, you ain't got no luggage. Like, oh, okay, all right, all right, yeah, pull your ass over here. Let's go take a walk. Yeah, that's dumb as fuck. I would, man, I could, I. I don't even 
I enjoy traveling. I don't like flying though. I I mean, I just I just that's I don't like think the, anybody the does. Part. Like, I, like I feel like a lot of people don't like flying. Like it's like the novelty of it. Maybe like the first time you just like, oh wow, I'm on an airplane. I'm look how high up I am. But like after after you've done it a few times, I think I feel like a, a, most people are probably just like, man, let's just get this let's just get this shit over with. Like just make sure yeah, this that's bitch for me, me where yeah. I need to be at. Yeah, I feel like yeah. everybody is like that. It's just most people are kind of just like cool about it because they're used to it. And they're just like, yeah, nothing's going to happen. So uh, it, deep down inside, they're still like, let me just get let this bitch just get me where I need to be without crashing. But like they're probably just like, you know, I do this all the time. So it's whatever. And there's people like us who do it more like on special occasions when we're going somewhere like a vacation. So it's still we're not that used to it yet. So it still kind of feels like, yeah, let me just make sure that let me just let this bitch don't crash on the way to my spot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and to your point, yeah, I think some people may just deal with it better than others. Me, I hate it, but I just, I like to try, I like to go places. So I just got to deal with it. Um, he do it just to do, he do it just for nah, that part. He don't do ass. it to go I, see I don't Japan. Even think, he, he wouldn't even, <laughs> he wouldn't even be a person I want to be friends with, dog. Like, fuck him. <laughs> Like he don't even want to see Japan, dog. He just want to be on a plane, just to be on a plane. <laughs> Dude, the I don't know where he's from, but it doesn't matter. He's somewhere in the in the United States. That's a long ass flight. It's a very yes. That was part of that was part of what's uh not impressed me about it, but uh like startled me about it was that was that piece of it too. Like you going that far. Cause you want like and it, 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 the competition is for miles and he's like, well, I need all these miles, so I'm just go ahead and hop on over and go to Japan real quick. But it's like, man, that's a, that's that's a long ass flight, dog. And you you know, if you have the money to do that, you're not doing it in coach. <laughs> so like, he's probably got a first class ticket to that bitch. He probably just reclining and sleeping Bruh. and shit the whole, whole, whole so, time. It's so just a long ass nap for that nigga. <laughs> something I didn't know that I just found out as I'm looking at flights. Uh, we have a straight flight to Tokyo. Did not know that. Oh wow. Yeah, um, that's actually kind of dope. But yeah. A uh, non-stop flight is oh, shit. It's like fourteen hours. Who the fuck want to just do that just for the sake of doing it, dog? Right. And so, um, our homeboy, uh, Dan, talking about he wants to do a cruise next year, um, off of from going from Singapore. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh. For himself or like no he was proposing he, it as a group activity yeah he proposed okay. it or whatever and bruh that flight is like anywhere from 26 to 30 some hours dude wow well i shouldn't say the full flight is that time but you know with layovers and shit like that but still yeah. it's it's a uh you got an airport day like 24 hours with air <laughs> Plane and airport. <laughs> no, so there's at least so I don't count. I mean, here to, so one flight is from here to Philly. That's you know, an hour and a half. Don't count that. Um, Philly to one stop is 12 hours, and then there's another eight hour flight. Like, bruh. Like I've done some long flights, but goddamn, dude, being on a plane for 12 hours, then having a three hour layover just to get back on the plane for another eight hours. Ah, oh, that just sounds man. Like, that yeah. doesn't sound fun, dude. Like, I feel like you do you fly somewhere and have that kind of flight. You fucking you probably won't even enjoy the first day of your trip. Two days, you be fucking tired from fucking man. being on a goddamn plane that long. But I mean, hell. I don't know. I, I mentioned to my wife, she's like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty long flight. And I'm thinking, like, does that mean pretty long flight that you want to do it or pretty long flight? Like, fuck this shit. <laughs> right. But 
But yeah, but I could you imagine doing some shit like that just to say you did it and then just go, man, fuck that dude. <laughs> and then the fucked up thing, he ended up winning too. And oh, he only he he won, yeah, because the guy who had been the guy who had been champion the last three days, he was the only one who got the answer wrong. And mind you, even I got the answer right. <laughs> so what was the question? Uh, it was, uh, was the, the category was uh, historical organizations. And the clue was something like um, a senator said this 1949 pact would uh, I I can't remember. It was a couple of quotes that amounted to something like unifying nations and uh, being helpful and shit like that. Um, And I said NATO, the two two people, including the Indian guy said NATO. The other guy said the United Nations, which was a good guess. Um, And. Um, he wagered. I can't remember whatever his wager was. It knocked him down enough to where he was just below the Indian dude because he got it right and he wagered just enough. So it was like it was it was very close. Like the the Indian dude won by like two hundred dollars or something like that. Like it was super mm. close. But um, yeah, he ended up winning. So he gonna be back tomorrow. <laughs> Curious Blossom gonna have to be like yeah. So uh. <laughs> But we we had a lot of negative feedback about your your little anecdote yesterday. Bro. Why do you hate the environment, Suresh? Hey, that so was, that was his actual name, by the way. I wasn't trying to be racist and just give him a random Indian name. I was almost gonna his ask, name, but I almost his actual didn't. name is Suresh. I, I was gonna ask, but I almost didn't want to. Like I, I didn't know if he really like were. In case this nigga was being racist, right? I'm just like, you know. let me not point it out. <laughs> Like no, nah, I'm not gonna say that. No, like, yeah, no, I'm, no. Not gonna, I'm not gonna let him drag us both down. I'm just gonna be nah, like nah, I ain't hear it. Nah, maybe nah, that was, I mean, that was he watched. Actual, his, <laughs> I'm like he watched the show. That was his name. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ask you, hey, where is Jeopardy? I'm not film? even that creative. Like if I if I was to make up a, a a random generic Indian name, it would not have been Suresh. It would have been something way less creative. <laughs> it's uh filmed in um California. Oh, that's something I realized I, said I never Col- actually knew. Culver City, I think, which I think is. Uh, obviously, uh, Baylor can speak to this, but I'm, I'm I am familiar with the name Culver City from when I lived out there, so I'm guessing it's probably a part or suburb of LA. So I, I don't know, but it's in California, <laughs> and that's where it's filmed at. Okay. Do you uh, do you hear any like wind coming hitting the mic or anything from you? No. Yeah. Okay. I had to turn a fan on. I had the garage door down and got a little warm in this bitch. Felt myself perspiring like shit um all right cool uh yeah i, I don't know why i, I never I, i'm pretty certain i never knew that it was in california uh, the only reason i know is because i started listening to this podcast that they put out where they talk about so i listened to i actually listened to two, <laughs> two jeopardy podcasts <laughs> two jeopardy podcasts wow okay <laughs> they're both like official Jeopardy podcasts. It's not just like random niggas like me and you to just be like, yeah, did you see Jeopardy nigga? I'm just like, yeah, I listen to two podcasts like that. <laughs> like, no, it's actual official Jeopardy podcast. And one of them, uh, it just kind of like talks about what happened in the previous week of the shows. And then it as it answers like a, a user, a, a, a fan email. And usually the fan email is kind of like a behind the scenes kind of thing. Like, uh, how do they come up with blah, 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 blah. You know, like a question. And then the other thing is about the other podcast is about the history of the show. So it'll go over like, you know, uh, like, like there was a whole episode about the buzzer. Like, you know, little interesting things like that. 
But that's okay. how. But between them podcasts is one how I know that it's filmed in Culver City, and two how I know that they film five shows a day, and that they film the shows months ahead of time. And what made that really interesting to me was when do you remember do you remember when Ken Jennings had his run mm-hmm. on that show? Um, what made it interesting was that everybody else in the history of the show they would it would no no matter what they did on the show they would have to wait a couple of months before everybody else would see it and but his run was so long that his first episode aired while he was still filming new episodes and shit so mm. like so then people started to figure out like what the fuck was going on at a certain point because it's like yo this nigga's not losing and then also where the fuck is Ken Jennings at <laughs> like because he lived in Utah so he would make a ten hour drive from Utah to Culver City and he would randomly be gone for like long periods of time because <laughs> they would film like days and like episodes and episodes at a time so he would randomly be gone for like long periods of time <laughs> he was just like hey wait a minute so then when his episodes started airing it was like like yeah so that nigga had a weird experience of trying to keep his shit secret but yeah i just i learned that kind of shit from the podcast hmm look at a random shit did were you aware of just the history of, of like uh Jerry Springer before he became the uh um before he started Jerry Springer show he was in like politics in Cincinnati Yeah, he was the, he's the mayor of Cincinnati, wasn't he? Yeah, so but you remember the- I I do that only because like that that was a thing where like when the show was popping and like around the time when the internet first got popping, <clears throat> there was so I I remember reading like factoids about him and that. So I so as soon as you said it, I was like, I feel like he used to be the mayor of Cincinnati or some shit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So the, the mayor, part but that's was, that's I, that's all I remember though. I don't. If you have anything else, that's all I remember. Yeah, I do actually. Um, I do. Like I remember vaguely about the uh him being mayor. But I and then well I even I even remember less about the scandal that happened when he was so and from what I understand, people thought that so he he had uh solicited a prostitute. And that's about right. <laughs> but but a lot of stuff I kept seeing, you know, over over time was he had solicited a prostitute when he was mayor. He didn't become mayor till like 1977. He was on the Cincinnati City Council in the early 70s. And that was when he solicited a prostitute or whatever. Um, what was nuts is that this motherfucker wrote a check. And that's how they <laughs> knew he fucking did it. What he put uh, in the little memo? <laughs> yeah. For that, yeah. For that pussy. Yeah, for, for that pussy. <laughs> it, would have, it was funny if you used the hashtag that pussy. Them <laughs> <laughs> cheeks. But what was crazy was that that happened before he was mayor. So obviously people didn't really give a fuck. They really liked him. And so, like I say, he ended up being mayor. That was in 74 when the whole scandal of the prostitute shit happened. And then in late uh, like 1977 or something, he was actually uh, a mayor. But wild shit though. Like, how, how do you write a check, dog? Like, for real? Like a fucking check? <laughs> Checks for cheeks. <laughs> Man, uh, you know I told you, you know, I told you I was watching the the Pistons and Portland game one of the NBA Finals from 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a young, fresh faced rookie named Cliff Robinson just checked in for Portland. Really? <laughs> late, here, late here in the fourth quarter. 
well, not late in the fourth, about midway through the fourth quarter. But I, I was looking for him. I knew he was on this team. I was waiting to see if he was ever going to come into the game. I hadn't seen him in the whole first half. He might have he might have come in. I didn't see him though. And I didn't see him in the third quarter, but he just came in uh just now. He just he just got a nice little uh nice little reverse layup too. So uh um, young Uncle Cliffy, nephew Cliffy. Nephew <laughs> <the> Cliffy. <laughs> uh speaking of another throwback, which well our throwback from cigars no one really cares about. But one throw I did want to mention is that I was scroll. So I, I use YouTube TV now. I'm pretty sold on that. Pretty solid, pretty solid service. Uh, and I was scrolling through the live channels and uh, Fear Factor was on. Bruh, that oh, shit was classic. that shit was so <laughs> fucking nasty, dog. The shit they were. So this one challenge they had where. So, you know, it's typically with the men, men and women teams and shit. The woman had to be locked in this like. Uh, it, it was like a uh, she had to lay down in it and it had a, a cover that came over, but it was open and they just dumped fucking uh, toe frogs and shit in it. So she's in this whole thing with fucking frogs up to her fucking face and. The guys have to go run and get the keys to unlock it. And it's like three, it's two different locks. So the first okay. one they go, they have to go dig through this big ass bucket of scorpions and shit. <laughs> so they find the key, they bring it back. They go to the next one. The next one, they have to find, and they had to use their mouths to get it too. They had to reach down on their face and get it and shit like oh, that. Oh man. The next one was a fucking big ass hole of rats. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Fucking rats, dog. And they had to reach down and do that shit. Of course they do. No, shit. you win, Rogan. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I don't even think that's, that's not even the worst part, dude. It would have been for me. I would have seen nothing after that part. I'd be like, oh, oh, yeah. I would I would. I would have checked out. I would have checked out. They get back. They got these two cups of liquid. You know what the fucking liquid is? Blended up fucking frogs. <laughs> Well, okay. I don't know. I don't don't know what's. I don't. I was was just about to say that. I don't know what's worse, but yeah, they had to drink fucking blended fucking toad frog. Dog, what the fuck? No, that shit was so. Is that even health? Like, is that even? Could that make you like? Is it like? Could you get sick? Sick? Like, not just like. Oh, I threw up because that's gross. Like, could you get actual, actual sick? Like, bro, just think of the burps and shit you doing for the next three days, dog. That shit gotta be gross <laughs> as fuck, dog. It's like the swamp. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> shit tastes like oh, my burps taste like the way Bell Isle water smell. Like, yeah. oh. Duh. And then so, you know, so the, they, the 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 couples get back and they're drinking it. And the one chick, she's having a hard time. I think she threw up, he she threw it up back in the cup. Do you know her nasty ass partner? Drunk his cup and drunk her cup too. <laughs> if any other show, I would be disgusted. But I'm like, well, <laughs> why would he... <laughs> he clearly has a very high line that he's willing to cross? So, <laughs> dog, that shit was wild, man. Um, oh my so god! One uh, one couple. You just at, you stumbled on like the worst episode ever. I do. Dog. It was the worst episode. The, the next couple that did it, they couldn't finish it. And I'm like, bro, if I'm gonna have to, if I have to make this shit touch my mouth, I'm gonna have to do it all. There's no, I'm not half ass doing it. Cause now you done lost <laughs> and you got fucking frog breath. 
Like, nah, you got to go over the frog breath. Dog. I've never licked the frog, but I know 1000% what it would taste like. <laughs> and I know what that burp would taste like. And that is just foul. Dog. Bro, that's, that's disgusting. That, yeah, dude, that shit was like. <laughs> and you know what that prize, you know what the, you know what they won for that? A fucking <laughs> Jeep, a fucking Jeep Liberty. Man, <laughs> fuck that truck. They got eight frogs, nigga. <laughs> I vomit frogs. A Jeep Liberty, nigga. Okay. Man, you better. Man, no, no. I need a, a luxury vehicle, Jeep. sir. Bro, I need a Maybach with gas for for free gas for the rest of my life, dog. A fucking. I need something Jeep that Liberty. will make Rick Ross shit his pants. Like, nigga, no, no. Don't give me no Jeep Liberty. <laughs> a fucking Jeep Liberty. Yeah, but it was just interesting just seeing, uh, just how nasty that shit was. And it was interesting seeing Joe Rogan like pre-steroids and had hair and shit. He just looked like a regular (laughs) dude and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's Uh, always who he's been to me. And like he got way more famous for podcasting even before I understood how famous he was for podcasting. Like there were people who knew him as Joe Rogan, the podcaster or Joe Rogan, the UFC guy, when I still knew him as Joe Rogan, the fear factor guy. Like I didn't, it, I, it was super late into his, how famous he got before I realized just how famous he was like in general, especially for the podcast. Like, like I didn't, I didn't understand how famous the podcast was. I mean, I, I, like, I, oh, I the fear factor guy has a podcast. Cool. Like, no, the fear factor guy has the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's funny. Cause it's a, it's probably a subset of people that don't know from fear factor. It's just the podcast. There's probably a lot of people who don't know from Fear Factor now, dog. Like that's that's a, that's just man. I've been noticing that lately, dog. Like looking at stuff and thinking, like, man, uh, there's people who don't even know who that person was. Like, uh, for example, when I be watching Barry on HBO, I'm like, there's a whole bunch of people who's gonna look at the character of Gene Cousineau on there and be like, oh, that's Gene Cousineau. That's oh, they they see that man in public and be like, oh shit, it's Gene Cousineau from Barry. And there's a whole different subset of people who go look at that nigga and be like, it's the fucking Fonz. It's the Fonz, nigga. Like, and I'm like, this wild that that nigga has had two different fame portions to me. Like, you generally, like it, like most actors or celebrities, they, they might be famous for a long time, but it's generally kind of like for the same thing. Like, you know, like, you know, like a basketball player or like even, a, even an actor, they don't generally have like multiple roles that they're known for generationally. They might have like over like the course of a career, but like this nigga was like, like the man in like the 1960s. And now he's like the man again in, in the 2020s. Like that's crazy to me, dog. But like, but yeah, this it's the same kind of thing. Like hey, there's people who don't know him from that. There's people who like him from UFC that don't know Fear Factor. There's people who know from Fear Factor that don't know he do UFC. There's people don't from both that don't know about the podcast. And yeah, man, it's crazy, dog. Like when, when niggas is successful for that fucking long, man. Right. And so I don't watch Barry. I always wanted to, and I may, it may start at some point, but is Barry an HBO show? Yeah. Oh, it makes sense then. Cause I'm looking through the cast and I see two people from the wire. So I'm like, that's why I was curious. Like, uh, well, who, who are you seeing? Uh, the guy named Jim Moss. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, yeah. Is that his, uh, yeah, that's his screen name. I was making sure I didn't say his, his real name. Yeah. His actor name. Yeah. 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 He's only in, uh, seasons three and four. Yeah, because that's you remember. Do you remember Bunny? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I remember. Yeah, I, I yeah, remember I him, him. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember and, Bunny. Yeah, and then Bunny the guy, was a uh, Bunny Hole. Something. Yeah. Then oh, I don't know. 
Yeah. Hold it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yes. And, and then uh, the guy, Jermaine Jafrent, black guy, light skin. He got like a weird chin to me. I think I know. So I think, I think I know who you're talking about, but I can't. I think he might have only been in one episode. So I can't, I'm not 100% sure who it is. Who was he on the wire? Uh, he was just one of the like corner boys. He wasn't. Oh, okay. He, I, yeah. He, um, but then he was actually in, um, he was in We Own the City too. Okay. Oh, yeah. the so that's cops. the guy I was thinking of. That's yeah, the guy I was yeah. thinking of. So, yeah. yes, he, he was only in like, he was only in like, he doesn't have a regular role. He was only in like a, a small part. Gotcha. Okay. He's not a regular yeah. character. Okay. The Jim Moss guy is a regular character in, in three and four. Mm. Speaking of TV shows, since we're on the subject of shows, uh, did you did you say that you was not watching that show reality? I did watch. Well, it was a movie, and I did watch. Movie, it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you did watch it. Okay. I yeah, just I finished it. that earlier today. Um. I, I, yeah, because I don't know why I can remember you saying you was watching that. Anyway, you watched it. Um. I was disappointed that the whole fucking show was just in their fucking house. Like, I just, I thought there was going to be more to it. Um, I was disappointed that, well, I don't want to spoil the gimmick because the gimmick is part of what makes the movie, if you're going to enjoy it or not enjoy it. But it has a gimmick and the gimmick did not work for me. And every time there was like weird pauses or somebody would say something randomly pointless or something dumb would happen and or people were just standing around being quiet. I was it, I was reminded of the gimmick and I'm just like, uh, like, right, I just you, wish I didn't know about this. <laughs> so if you can, can you type me what the gimmick is so I could be on the same page? I don't want to spoil it either. Um, if it's something small, I put it in the, I put it in the chat on a thing. OK, cool. Uh but the and this is not really a spoiler, but, you know, they're they're going through this series of questions with her and shit and stuff like that. What I don't understand is just these filler ass questions, asking questions that you know the answer to already. Like that shit just and they were so fucking annoying with that shit. That shit bugged the shit out of me. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was it was it was a little disappointing. Um, I, I just thought it was going to be more to it than what it was or whatever. So. Like, I don't even remember, like, I kind of checked out of, like, the 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 reason why they were there. You know, once they came, the reason for what she, what she did, what she did. Like, I just checked out because I didn't even care at that point. I was just kind of, uh, just, I was withdrawn from it. But, yeah. See, I thought it could be more than, more than it was. So, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, so like I said, I was disappointed in the gimmick because, like, like there were like moments where I just can't was constantly reminded of it. And I put it in a chat in a zoom um, what I'm talking about, but um, I didn't understand. I, I, I didn't, mm. I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't like all these moments where it was very obvious to me um, that, that what I was seeing was only present in the movie because of the gimmick. And mm. the thing is, is like if I didn't, if they didn't say that that's what it was at the beginning of the movie, it probably would have bothered me less, and I, or I might not have noticed it, or I'd just be like, "Well, that's weird. Why do they keep doing that?" Like I don't know how I would have reacted, but I know that 
when, it, when these things were happening throughout the course of the movie that reminded me of the gimmick, it, it irritated me because I'm just like, why is this even here? Like you saw this on paper and you're like, yeah, let's film that part. And I'm just like, why would you even film that? Like that was like, and my wife is like, well, it's because there's no, uh, like it, it's not edited at all. Like the, the script uh, the is not really edited at all. It's just like, they just took this portion of it and they filmed it. And I'm just like, yeah, but I don't want to yeah. see this. Like, yeah, who says, like, yeah. like, who said that this is worth being put to film? Because it's like the gimmick is the, the, the gimmick is the gimmick. So, like, I got to watch this whole thing because of the gimmick. And they're just like, yeah, that's what we're this is what we're doing. And this is why these boring moments are happening. Or these mundane moments are happening because that's part of the gimmick. And I'm like, but I don't want to see this movie. Like, <laughs> I don't make... I don't make this movie because this gimmick, it don't work to me. Like every, like apparently is getting really good reviews and people like it. And they think it's like, I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things where people think that they, it makes them look more sophisticated to say they like it because it's unique. And I, I don't think it was sophisticated. I thought it was boring and irritating. And I'm just like, I th but I thought the girl who Sydney Sweeney, I think Sydney Sweeney is a really good actress. Like, Oh and, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I dig her acting a lot. And what impressed me the absolute most about her performance in that movie was that because of the gimmick, like she wouldn't know what that woman, the woman that she's playing, she would have no idea how that like actually how that woman was behaving in that moment. You know what I'm saying? So she, like the like the performance she's doing, she just got to like this is probably how this lady was acting at this time. Like it's a guess. Like she just she just did her own thing. She has no idea what this woman was like in that moment. But I like think she, she probably I think assumed she read like, yeah, up that woman was probably yeah. I mean, you probably assume like yeah, she's probably nervous and shit like that. But like, unless they videoed it, she don't know what this woman was acting like. All she sees is words on paper, and she's just like, okay, I gotta figure out how I want to embody this situation and what's going on here. And I thought that was dope that she was basically had to do that because she can't. Um, like, if you have a a a, a, a fictional script, right, and it's a, a, a story, it's going to have all the information in it that you need for your character, right? So, like, if you're playing a, you know, a fucking, I don't know, a fucking archer or something in a movie or whatever, when you're reading your script, it'll have, you know, just like the movie, it'll have your background story about the archer and how he got into, you know, whatever the fuck the movie's about. But, like, all she has is this... I almost said the word. All she has is this, this, uh, you know, the the script or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like I said, she wasn't there for the situation that this movie is based on. And so, unless I said, unless they have video of this situation that the movie is made on, then she's all she's reading is words on paper. She's like, okay, now I got to try to decide how I think this woman was behaving during these conversations, given everything that happened. And I thought that was interesting that that was an interesting challenge for her. And I thought that it was interesting to watch how she uh, how she approached that role. So I thought she was really good in it. I just thought the movie wasn't worth making. I'm like, just like this. Oh, I, yeah. Like totally I put on Facebook making. that I was like, this should have been a, a segment on 2020. Like this should not have been a movie. Like put it as yeah. a segment on 2020. And then I don't have to watch all the other shit that I was forced to watch because you wanted to make a gimmicky movie. But hey, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> apparently uh, before before you apparently i was on an island with that opinion that this movie was mid but nah, that shit was mid as fuck I, and i just stayed committed because i wanted to see it till the end and like i said i kind of just lost interest towards the end and and i just like okay whatever um if i yeah. wasn't watching it with my wife i'd have turned it off because i'd have turned it off after the very first scene the very first scene because i was like that scene was un that scene was unnecessarily and obscenely long for no reason 
Like I was like, this did not. I did not need to just see the. the oh, it's just a picture. Like it barely. You could barely even. If if there wasn't a TV on, you wouldn't have even known it was film. You might have thought it was a fucking photograph. Like we just just staring at this scene for however long, and nothing's happening in it other than the news playing. And I'm like, okay, I don't. Why does this scene need to be 45 minutes long? Like this scene. Like I like I don't need to see this much of the news broadcast. Like. Like so immediately I was like, okay, like as soon as as soon as that scene cut, I paused it and turned to my wife. I was like, already fuck this movie because that scene was way too long for no reason. Like it didn't I did not need to see a still shot with nothing happening for that long. It's not artsy. No, it, you think it's artsy. It's not. That was unnecessary. And that was a waste of time. So I was already I already had an attitude with that movie <laughs> off rip. So yeah, nah. and, yeah. And, and like I don't, I feel like that's one of those movies where people are gonna watch me. Oh, that was so deep, and it was like, uh, you know, they they held the shot for so long, and it just made you have to contemplate what she was maybe hearing. Or the new. Like, like people hypothesizing on what what deep meaning this shit has it, that it has, and I'm like, it doesn't have any fucking deep meaning. But you just sat there and watched absolutely the fuck nothing happen for however long that shot was, and you think that because you had to watch it that it must have had some some deep meaning. So you just you decide to ascribe a meaning to it, and and that's what you did. And I'm like, no, that scene was a waste of time. God. Like like there's no, I gained nothing. I learned nothing about no, that I from mean- that. The whole, of that thing scene. Was, it was, the whole thing was a waste. Uh, I, like I say, it could have been a 2020 special. Um, yeah, like you get like like the last like 30 minutes or something like that. Maybe not even 30. Maybe like the last 20 minutes. Like if the kids have been like a you know you give me that information and then <laughs> that's really it because everything that preceded it was just a a a, 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 a exercise an exercise for Sydney Sweeney essentially. Like yo, show off your acting skills. Well, we have Man. a bunch of well, we have a bunch of other stupid shit going on that that, that has no basis to be put put the film whatsoever. Yeah, they are. Like, hey, you gonna lock that yeah. dog in that cage? Hey, that dog's still in that cage. Hey, why is that dog parking? Hey, that dog's still parking in that cage. Why the fuck are you filming this? <laughs> like, I don't need like to the, see the this. Cat, like the cat's under the bed. No, the cat's on top of the bed. Can you get no. the cat? Can you get the cat? Yes. Like, what the fuck, dog? That no, does that like? And so I'm watching it. I'm like, this sounds like the thing that the movie is based on. Like this, this dialogue. So like, because I knew it. It irritated me how much it sounded like it. So, like when you say, like, "Hey, you get this cat? Can you get this cat?" Like that's how that the how these sorts of things happen. It's just people like you know randomly talking and, and background chatter, and pe- that's how people really talk. They repeat themselves. They say like a lot. They pause like it, and and you generally don't see that in movies as much because that's not how movies are. But they they were true to what they were doing. I, that's for sure. But I, it was it was so. There was so much shit that I didn't need to see in there. I got so irritated with the damn dogs and cats, <laughs> and I know, I like the people be like, "Oh, they were building the tension." No, man, nigga, that shit was in the motherfucking uh thing, dog, and that's why it was in there. And they they were staying loyal to their gimmick, and they were like, "Oh, we don't want to cut nothing out." <laughs> so yeah, just, so the gimmick, the the gimmick, the like, uh, yeah, I, I I don't I unlike yourself, I don't I can't say much without spoiling, but it's just. It was a lot of gimmicky shit. Like the, it was weird shit going on, you know. Like their host, it, it just secretiveness thing they were doing, and and it was just, it was really fucking annoying. And I, for whatever reason, I stuck it out. But I just kept thinking, okay, this has got to change. Something got to happen big, and it just nothing happens big. Like it, it feels like kind of like. Like how you like another like one of the things this movie did that kind of irritated me was how they filmed and integrated into the movie 
the the background chatter. Like there yeah. was a scene where like they were talking. Well, I mean, the really the whole thing only took place in like two locations outside and inside this house, <laughs> but <laughs> and not even like multiple locations inside the house, like one location inside the house and one location outside. But um, when they were inside the house and they were talking to the girl, um, a guy comes in. He's just like, hey, is anybody in this room? And they just close the door and leaves. And I'm like, I'm just like, that was, that was so, like, I understand that that's what really happened, but like, I didn't need this. Though. And that's no. how the, the whole movie was that scene to me was no. that like, I okay. understand that that actually happened, but I didn't need to see that. But you wanted to be so loyal that you felt like you needed to put that in there. Okay. But like, that's why I'm just like, I didn't need this movie didn't need to be made. All right, so I, I got one scene I have to talk about, and it's small, and it's and it, it doesn't mean much in the movie, but so, but it just frustrated the shit out of me. You know, when she came home, she had groceries in the car, and so she wanted to put her groceries in the refrigerator. So they get they let her get her groceries, and then they're standing in front of the fucking refrigerator, and they didn't fucking move for a long time. And I'm like, you just told this motherfucker to go get her groceries. Why won't? You, why are you not? They're just standing there. And I'm like, why are you not letting them fucking put her shit in the, in the refrigerator? And I was just so frustrated. I'm like, I'm, I, I, I screamed at the TV, like, move! Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, it was just stupid. Yeah, it was just so many. And I, I probably could nitpick so many other scenes in that shit that just was, like, so fucking irritating. But, yeah, that, that shit did not have to be made at all. At yeah, all. My man, my man just opened the door and was like, hey, is anybody in this room? And it's, like, close to the left. I'm like, <laughs> So bad. I just felt like though. they just. I just feel like maybe they just tried to stick to so much that actually really happened that just was nonsense. It didn't need to be talked about, like shit like that. Like, did y'all really add that in, or that's that was some shit that was in the in the recording, and they just wanted to keep it in there just for I don't know authenticity or some shit. I don't know. That shit was stupid though. I yeah. and and the thing is, if I didn't know about the gimmick, if they didn't say that, like they put on the screen or something, what the gimmick was at the beginning of the movie, if I didn't know that then those moments might have actually created the tension for me because I'll be like, yo, why the fuck did that guy just like peek in and just leave? I, like, I, like the whole time I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like, why is that happening? Why do they keep asking about the fucking dogs? Like, like I would be just like curious, like what the fuck's going on? And that would kind of raise the tension for me. But because they told me the gimmick up front, I'm sitting there like, you only put this in here <laughs> to fit the gimmick. And so I know it's pointless. And so why did you why did you even film this? Because I know it's not leading nowhere. I know like that's just what happened in that moment. Like a nigga just looked in that room, was like, oh shit, they're interviewing the girl in here and left. Like that's <laughs> like so I'm like, I, I thought it was dumb for them to tell to tell what the gimmick was up front. Because, like I said, they to me that took away the tension. Everybody else said they felt it, but I feel like, like for me, it took away from it because I, I didn't, I didn't have the like, oh man, what does that mean or what's going on? I'm just like, oh, that's just a, a part that should have been on the cutting room floor. <laughs> they decided they wanted to keep in the movie because they want to stick to this gimmick, and yeah, so that's why I, I didn't, I, I didn't like that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What'd your wife think? She felt kind of she felt pretty much the same as me, but she she was a little bit she was a little bit more invested in seeing what was going to happen. Whereas, like, I was just like, I'm sure the woman did the crime. I don't <laughs> like I don't I don't need to sit through this because I'm like the whole build up to like to me, the most of the movie is the build up to something that I already know is going to happen. So I'm like, so I'm watching the whole thing like, OK, this scene is annoying. This scene is annoying. This scene is annoying. And then I'm like, but this is the supposed to be the buildup. Because like I said, everyone else is getting tension from it. I'm just getting like, OK, well, that's a thing that should have been cut out. That's the thing that should have been cut out. But they want to stick to the gimmick. And then on top of all that, 
I already know that we are eventually going to end up at a place where she's going to confess or whatever. And they're, or they're going to catch her in a lie or something. Because uh, because if that wasn't the case, then there's really no point to making a movie. <laughs> like, if you made the movie, she'd do it. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, there's no point to this. So I'm like, okay, well, they made the movie, so she must have done it. So we're working towards some real... So now I, I already know what where we're going, and now I'm not enjoying the journey to get there. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and then I found this video. Well, it was a YouTube, like a four-minute YouTube that you meet, you kind of meet homegirl or whatever, and it's talk about what you know she did. I'll send it to you, but I started watching that. I didn't finish it, but yeah. But anyway, fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> I was just like, fuck, dude, this shit's stupid. Um, so, dog, are you f- familiar with uh the whole uh controversy with the PGA and the Live Golf uh Association? I just saw notifications on my phone that said that there was some big merger or something. And I'm like, Oh, okay, well, I'm not going to pretend like I give a fuck about golf. So <laughs> I, I closed, the, I closed those notifications and went about my day like that. Like, and, and what was interesting was I did get a lot of them. So I knew it was, I know it's a big deal because I like, like you could tell, but I can tell by how many, how many different publications I get notifications from. So like, I have like all different ones, like, you know, uh, well, I'm not going to run them off, but through various avenues between like the specific apps and then like apple news things that i get notifications for mm. i i can say i can tell like okay this must be a big deal because i got seven different notifications about this one thing so i know it's a big deal because i got a lot of notifications about it but that's the extent of my knowledge on it and then my my stance is kind of the same as i have to soccer like no matter how popular it is in the moment and no matter how much people might be talking about it on Twitter, I don't care about soccer and I don't care about golf and no, no amount of trending on Twitter is going to change that. So I was like, Oh, that's a whole lot of notifications about some shit. I don't give a fuck about. So, <laughs> so- I, I, I do, I do not give a fuck. And I, I didn't, I still don't give a fuck now, but I read into it. Cause I would like you to, to your point, when you see so many notifications, so many people talking about it. I'm like, is it something more than this? It's just a fucking golf merger. Like, what the fuck? And that, on the surface, I'm just like, it's a golf merger. What the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I I give you the sequence of how I found out about it. So, when, well, the, uh, found out more information about it. So, well, the one I give you background, Live uh, Golf is basically a Saudi-backed organization by yeah. like with like tons of fucking money. Like, uh, they, well, I'm trying to see what I find it. Uh, like they're, they're basically funded by this $600 billion Saudi Arabian public investment fund. They got tons of fucking money. Um, I don't even understand why this is such a big merger because, and, and the, again, uh, obviously I don't know shit about golf, but I obviously heard of the PGA and I've never heard of this other thing. So I'm like, man, they're like, oh, it's the biggest merger. Like, it's a huge deal. And I'm like, well, I've never even heard of one of the entities. Well, but, it's, but it's, granted, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a golf guy. So, so what? And, I, and I'll give you information, so give give you more more clarity on it. So, for whatever reason, they have a ton of fucking money. They're dumping into sports and shit like that, and they Ooh, Saudi put Arabia? money, yeah, the oh, Saudi okay. public, the Saudis or whatever. Okay, and they put into this live golf. Um, so one person hit me up and said. Uh, my cousin Steve said, because I asked what the fucking big deal. Okay. So PGS, the PGA, PGA scolded players for wanting to go over to live 
citing nine one citing nine one one ties, women's rights, and other things, only to make a deal with them months later. So essentially, wait, they were, wait, wait, citing what? Wait, you mean nine eleven? So they were citing. Or they you were, said nine one one ties. Like, I'm sorry, nine eleven ties. I'm bad. I mean nine one one. Uh, nine eleven ties. Like they were. Wait, so this this wait. So this place has this live golf has ties to like like Al Qaeda. <laughs> well, it's it's Saudi ties and whatever you know. Uh, so there's a section. I don't want to say that all Saudis are terrorists. So <laughs> I don't. No, and I'm not saying that either. But and I don't know exactly. But essentially, so there's an article. Well, I'm reading this one article, and the president or the uh, the commissioner of uh, a PGA um, initially, like I don't know, six months a year or whatever, um, was was he made a hard last stance. We're not fucking with Liv. He said, this is bad for the game. We're not going to discuss it with them. We're going to stay loyal to our tour, uh, our legacy and competition, all that shit. And <laughs> to they, the like, <laughs> right. And th- to the point where they were banning players from the PGA that did stuff with live golf. That's um, interesting. Um, last year, live golf tried to get, Tiger Woods assigned with them for the craziest number of 700 to 800 million dollars. And he said, no. <laughs> Man, that's wild. Uh, and so now, and then you had other players that actually uh, that was on the PGA that didn't sign with them as well. Like they like a couple it's one I don't know who the fuck this person is. One guy he turned down a 70 million dollar contract. One guy turned down a hundred million dollar contract. All for these motherfuckers to actually just join together and shit. So I guess that I, to me this just sounds like we saw the Arabia's bitches. Essentially. Because like because so on one hand you got this situation where apparently like you said this 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 live whatever people are Either they're scumbags themselves or they're affiliated with scumbags. And scumbags is apparently an understatement if they're affiliated with Al-Qaeda or ISIS or whoever the fuck, right? Or anybody affiliated with 9-11, whatever. So but they're, they're, so they fuck with scumbags. And we did the right thing and was saying, like, anybody who fucked with them can't fuck with us no more. The right thing to do. And then out the blue was like, eh, actually, no, never mind. We changed our mind. We good with them niggas and we going to join, join forces. And that couple that with if you remember my complaint before about when that one um journalist from the Washington Post got killed over there uh Jamal Khashoggi mm-hmm. and I was like okay so they can kill one of our journalists and this nigga Trump just not going to do jack shit about it and which he did not and nothing happened because again apparently we saw the Arabia's bitches and that nigga uh what's an MBS or whatever Muhammad, uh Ben Salman or whatever I guess that nigga just own us, dog. Cause I, I, man, we let Saudi Arabia just do whatever the fuck. I, I, and what's interesting to me too is like America always plays itself as like the tough guy and the badass. Like I'm surprised no one, no one in the media, like a big name in the media. I'm sure there might be some people, but like a big name in the media just pointing out like, yo, y'all just gonna let Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia constantly make y'all look like bitches over and over, just binge y'all niggas over constantly. Like, how come no one's making that point? Like, I'm still salty about the Jamal Khashoggi shit because I really don't appreciate the fact that they was able to, to torture and kill one of our journalists. We didn't do shit. Like, right. and now we now we just linking up with their golf people and they golf people dirty like that. Like, come on, man. 
Yep. Like, so yeah. Uh, so uh, on the surface, it's golf. I don't play golf. I don't really give a fuck about politics or golf. But it was interesting finding out all of this other info, uh, you know, behind it now and shit. So, but yeah. But it's just crazy. You had people who turned down millions and millions and millions of dollars to play for them, and now they're fucking joining. And like, what the fuck? First off, I'm not turning seventy five million dollars down. Fuck it. I'm out. Man. But yeah. And then like. So to put in perspective for the $700, $800 million uh, Tiger could have had, that's so Tiger's worth over a billion now. A little over a billion. Say a billion. That's part of why I laugh because I'm like, he don't need it. <laughs> right, he right. look the, at $700 million like, eh. <laughs> Right, right. Like the, he, the, and, and that's what I tweeted that earlier. Like, what's wilder, you know, uh, him turning down seven hundred million dollars, or being able to turn it down and not fucking lose anything, you know what I'm saying? That's that's, like, that's the wild part. Because <laughs> he probably looked at it like he probably looked at it the same way I would look at something like I don't want to say a hundred dollars because that's too low because it has to be a number that will wow somebody who's like really really poor. And I feel like even a homeless person wouldn't be like completely and totally wild by a hundred dollars they would love it but like it would be temporary it's like a hundred dollars not gonna change this person's life but like the way like i don't know i can't imagine i don't even know a comparison to where i could be offered a, an amount of money that would be just like colossally life-changing to someone else and just be like nah i don't really feel like doing that thing so now i'm gonna pass on that money like that like that that's the wildest part to me that that you could because could look because look here's what we could compare it to we have a this is this is perfect 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 i wish i wasn't about i wish i wasn't so directly calling out this awesome segue right now but it's a great comparison this is just what happened with the pistons coach is it not <laughs> except he, except the pistons coach had his number <laughs> like t- like we came with a number where apparently he was like yeah you know what i want to take a year off I don't want to coach at all next season. I don't want to coach nobody. I just want to take this year off and figure out what I want to do next. And the, and the Pistons came back. We're like, well, we actually have a number that might make you change your mind. And that nigga was like, actually, I guess you do. I guess you <laughs> Congratulations. do. Congratulations. You got a coach, nigga. And Tiger Woods got that exact same situation. It was like, nope, I'm still good. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the him turning, him being able to calmly turn down, confident. I'm not going to say calmly, because I'm sure he at least thought about it. <laughs> oh, I to, mean, yeah, yeah. But for yeah. him to be able to turn down seven, eight hundred million dollars like that, yeah, that's that's the that's the wilder part than him even being offered that. And, and to now be the 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 organization that you golf with is now in cahoots with the people. So now, I mean, granted, he doesn't need it, so it's kind right. of a moot point, but it's like, fuck. He, isn't he retired? Saying? Like, that's isn't that what, is he retired? Does he still golf? I think he's still golfing though. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if that was offer also to help to get him out of retirement, then he'd be even more incentivized to not do it because he'd be like, "No, I'm good. I'm retired. I got my money. I'm straight." Dude has made over a billion dollars, worth over a billion. Like, hey, not not much could get me out of bed for that. I don't right. I don't understand why people get that rich and just and keep doing stuff. Like you won. Like you beat the game, dog. Like why are you still playing? It's just like, like, that, like that, just that. just enjoy just just run out your clock doing anything in life that comes to your mind. Like yo, I want to go to the to the top of the Eiffel Tower today. Go do that. Like I want to have lunch in uh Japan today. Go do that. Like you do all that stuff. You like, can, why you can are do you shit still... like 
you could do shit like fly to Japan and then just fly back home, but really have enough money <laughs> to do it and not be bragging to your punk ass homies. Right. Like, I, they, why don't you just do that? Like, why are you still running Apple, Tim Cook? Like, why are you still doing stuff, Bill Gates? Like, and now when I, when I say stuff, I mean like all the stuff. Like, even, like, running his foundations and shit like that. Like, I would, all those things, all the things I would pay somebody else to do. Like, I'm not doing the things no more. I will continue to accrue my money since I own all of these things. But I'm not going to do the things. I'm going to pay other people to do the things. And I'm going to do fuck all for the whole rest of my life because I already won. I created Microsoft. I win at life. <laughs> I'm going down in history. A thousand years from now, people are still going to be talking about, yo, Bill Gates made Microsoft. Uh, Steve Jobs it set made the iPhone. A thousand years from now, your legacy set. Why are you still working, my nigga? <laughs> but, uh, you know what? But, but to counter that, though, Mike, I think you... We, I, I think you have people who just have a, they just had that passion for the shit they like doing. Oh, well, no, that, well, my next statement was going to be, but those people, I think, have like a, a switch that they can't turn off. Like, it's just, it's like, I just have to keep at this thing, like, whatever, like, and, and it might not even be like a passion, like, say, like, uh, like basketball, like, hey, I just like the hoop, so I'm gonna keep hooping. I feel like, like, if you're somebody like, like a Bill Gates or like any of those people who are like uber rich, I don't think, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, from my perspective, I don't understand why you keep doing stuff, but I do understand why they keep doing stuff. It's because they can't stop, like, they can't. Like, I, mean, that's, I think that's part of it too. I think they can't stop, but I just think they really like this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, you know, I, I fully believe that things. I mean, we are just gonna... saw it play out on Succession. Like them niggas, like because they could have, like if if everybody had just agreed to the deal, they could have. Well, how oh, much was right, how much right, was Matson right. buying Waystar for? Like I'm, I'm, I don't even remember anymore. But they yeah. they were getting billions each a piece. They're getting billions a piece. Like do the deal, walk away with your billions and be done. But they can't, and that's why I said they can't get out of their own way because they they kept want they they just wanted to be Logan, and they just like I just have to keep I just have to keep playing the game and, and i'm not saying that that's what happens with all rich people it's, it's what you say too like being passionate about the thing but like the example of what i gave of people who just can't stop and he's got to turn it off like they oh, can't turn yeah, it off yeah, like that's yeah. like that's what we saw play out in succession like them niggas won already they could have just won and took their billions a piece and being young each of them still and live their whole life like i described but they needed to accept roman they needed to win roman seemed pretty comfortable not winning yeah, I think he 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 Roman's just happy to be alone for the ride. So mm -hmm. uh uh yeah, so I yeah, it's just yeah, I, I and I kind of sort of equated, you know, my um well Dan is always talking about these people who are, you know, he got people he worked with that's been there 30, 40, 50 years, and they just don't they just can't stop working. Like they have enough money, they're good, they just want to work and be there and shit, you know. And I think a lot of it just habit though. Um and there, and there some are of it's habit, who... some of it. There are people who aren't built to be as lazy as I am. Like <laughs> I, I respect that. <laughs> like, like this, they're they're like because they're because that's how people are. Like people are like, okay, I need uh human interaction. Like like you know, an old person might be like, I can't just sit at home. Like I need to be doing stuff. Like because they're like, if I just sit at home, I'll die tomorrow. Like I I can't just sit around and be old, and not do shit. I need to you know, be lively because that helps keep me alive. And that's how, that's how some people are. I'm not like that. Like I, I, 
Like, would will I sit in my house and do jack shit when I'm old? Probably not. I'm probably still do stuff, but I'm not. It's not gonna be work, or it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be motivated by being around other people. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, if I do stuff when I'm old and and I don't have to do it, it's gonna be stuff like traveling and shit like that. Like, I'm not gonna go to find a job. Like, oh, I'm 75 years old, but I just can't stand not working. <laughs> nah, nigga. <laughs> nah, that that's definitely not me. I don't. I mean, hell, I've been off almost like a month and a half now and you know i don't want to go back to work but i know i got to but mm-hmm. when i don't have to work I, best believe i won't be fucking working best believe that unless i'm doing and some shit i really like fucking doing like you know i've started kind of try- trying to like play out my trajectory in my head like how i want it to go and i look at kind of like life as phases like, you know, you have your phase when you're like a teenager and everybody kind of has a similar teenager phase. You either have a phase where you're like kind of popping as a teenager or maybe you're kind of lame and you got your own vibe or whatever. And then you might have, you know, in your college years, you have a different period of your life and then you might hit 30s and you might get married or you might have kids or you might uh, get really, you know, into your profession and that you have that portion of your life. And then I kind of look at like my next portion of my life is going to be like, well, not what, what do I want that to look like? And I want that to look like uh, doing the YouTube shit and not doing regular work and traveling. And that's what I want the this the rest of my life to look like. And that's what I'm envisioning and working toward. And I, I like I, like I was telling um uh, I, I didn't tell you guys about this, but I told you guys partially about this. But I was talking about my my Pistons fandom when I was at my uh, brother in law's house over the over the weekend and I, I was telling him and telling you guys i was like there's a lot of people in my life that don't know me from when the pistons were like really good and they don't they haven't seen like watch the pistons game with me when the pistons were good or watch a pistons playoff game with me when the pistons were good like people don't like there's so many people that don't know uh what that version of me is like and um uh, i lost my point what was i talking about <laughs> i know you're talking about just not knowing you when Oh yeah, 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 like getting old and shit and like uh and and being comfortable not doing shit. Um I lost the point again. <laughs> Damn. It's been a long ass. Well, day, you man. you well, you started off saying, uh, you know, it was uh you were trying to just plan out your trajectory of things. Um Oh yeah, talking about my Pistons fandom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I was making the point that eventually if I want to get to a point where uh the YouTube channel is popular enough to where I want to become like the uh the Pistons fan. I, I want to be like like the Spike Lee of like Pistons fans. Because we don't have a person like that. Like a like a, a, a I don't want to say a public figure, but like, yeah, I want to be like like the public figure that's kind of like no, like, yo, there go Mike that's always at the fucking Pistons game. That's the nigga with the YouTube channel. That nigga always be at the Pistons games, like turning up. I, I want to be known as that guy. Like that ultimate fan, like the Spike Lee for for Pistons and shit, and I feel like I can help facilitate that the more popping my YouTube channel gets. <laughs> so no, like yeah, I envision yeah, all sure. kinds of shit for my future, and um, I don't know, man, it it it, it don't involve working, nigga. <laughs> it, don't, it don't involve being a Walmart door greeter because <laughs> I don't because I need to be active and shit when I'm old. Like nah, nigga. <laughs> nah, you definitely not gonna catch me at fucking Walmart screen because I just don't got shit to do. Like. That's that. No, it's not happening. I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy the back half of my life on this bitch. And I, I, I think to people who are older, like they have ingrained in their body that they just have to work hard, which is 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 not like that's a bad thing or anything like that. But I feel like they can't turn that off. Like they just feel like oh, they have to be working and shit. And I think they have 
they have tr trouble getting into the mindset that the generation after me and you, like the people who are maybe like in their 20s right now are currently in, which is the, we don't have to do that, do it that way. We can do it this way. And our generation, we are like right at that kind of like, that like in between area where we're kind of like understanding it now, like, oh, we could do different stuff than that. And I think that's going to help us avoid ending up in that position where we're like, yeah, now I'm 75 and still got to work and shit. Like those of us who are catching on right now, it, it admittedly still very late, but still it, uh, no, I, st I still, I still might say early actually, but late comparatively to, to some people, like the people who figured it out early, like the, them, uh, like people like Jake Paul, like Jake Paul figured that shit out real fucking early. Um, stuff like that. I, I feel like we can, we could transition into to living that way and get out of the mindset of like you have to constantly be working hard to provide and all this kind of shit. And we can accept like, no, you don't ex you don't necessarily have to work hard in that way. Like, you know, going way, to right, a nine right. to five. Yeah. You can work hard in a different way that maybe <laughs> suits you or is more convenient to you or more enjoyable or whatever like that. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, like I said, my time off, I've definitely been just thinking about other stuff and, you know, uh, where I want to end up, you know, working you know, to and to the point where I can't work anymore. You know, I definitely want to be comfortable with somebody I can work at home. You know, just yeah. It's I I've had a lot of thoughts over the last month or so. I tell you one thing, man. I hate I hate the fucking the job market of just of of the supply. And I've talked about it on other episodes and so, but I am still like utterly frustrated at the fact that places that you interview at won't let you know if you got the gig or not, or basically let you know you don't get it. Like that shit is fucking frustrating as fuck to me, dude. Like if I if I take the time to actually come to your facility, I feel like you owe it to me to let me know if I didn't get the job or not. I agree. And that sh that shit is just so fucking frustrating, dog. Like, yeah, just be decent, man. Like that's not like come on, dog. Like, just be decent. Like that's some that's some chicken shit kind of stuff, dog. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna tell somebody who might be sitting at home like in a this could make or break my life situation. Like I'm just going to leave that nigga hanging because I'm too pussy to tell him that he didn't get the job. Like, and, and there was some, Oh, we can't call every applicant. Yes, you fucking can. Cause you were able to call them when you want them to interview. You able to exactly you, you need these interviews and shit like that. You trying to find this person. Like when you need something, you were able, you were able to find a time, find the common fucking decency to, you know, treat these people like they deserve to be treated and say like, Hey, you didn't, you didn't get it. And I think like, I think that should be the bare minimum, actually. Like, I think you should also say why they didn't get it and be honest about it. Like, if like if they sucked at the interview, obviously don't say that. But, you know, you know, explain to them, like, this is what you did that we didn't think was good or this is what we needed that you didn't fit. Uh, right. Or we had a candidate come along who it, it, it is just blew us away with like bad experience and what you know, whatever, dog. But like, give them something to grow with. You know what I'm saying? Be like, hey, you know. Take you know something they could bring to the next interview. Like I didn't get that last job, but they told me that it was because I, you know, was I don't know, fidgeted with something. I wasn't giving them an eye count. You know, whatever the fuck, man. Give them something, man. Just be decent, dog. Like I don't understand why people can't do that, especially when people be asking for it sometimes too. Like that's what a good interview will, good interview would do. They'll ask for the feedback. I do that when I ask for um when I, I was asking for screeners to review television shows. I would say you know after the ask, I would be like. If you not, if you don't want to, you know, uh, give me the screeners or whatever. Let me know what me what marks I might have to hit in order to 
for you to be comfortable with it. Like, do I have to have a certain number of subscribers? Yeah, whatever, right? And also of note, no one has actually ever said answered that part of it. They either say yes or no, but they don't, if they say no, they don't give me the 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 information I asked for. It is be like, nah, nigga, you good. Yeah, I don't know. I just been I, I've been trying not to or don't answer at all. Yeah. Which is yeah, the just, that's what happens more often than not. My thing, dude, like I say, you know, it you made the point, I won't belabor it anymore, but um just uh if especially if a person reaches reaches out to ask their status or something like that. Um I do that. Yep, I do that too. At least, you know, you know, because I I've done that and I just and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> you can't, I mean, if, I don't know. That's just yeah, I, I don't know. That's I think just... it it serves a lesser purpose, I think, of letting that other person know that they were an asshole for not telling you anything. Like it's a it's a reminder, like, oh shit, I didn't tell I didn't say anything to that person. And they remembered that they that I didn't say anything because here they are reaching out to me again. Like, cause I think I don't think people should be able to get away with that. Like, like being asked something directly and ignoring it. Like, I don't think people should be allowed to get away with that. So, like, that doesn't work on me. So when I like if I ask for screeners, I'm I keep asking until somebody says something. Mm-hmm. I I don't stop asking. <laughs> like I was, like I I won't, I won't hound them like every day I'm asking, but like it depends on like so like if I ask for something right now and it's something that don't come out for a month, I'll probably ask like weekly. Like hey, just following up on this in case, and I'm never rude. Just following up on this in case nobody saw it. Hey, just following up again in case somebody, you know whatever and I. And I'll hit up multiple people and I'll follow up with each and every one of them because I'm like, somebody going to answer me because you niggas is going to learn. Ignoring niggas, not going, it's not going to work here. Like, I hate that shit, dog. Do not fucking leave me hanging. Like, I will hit you up over and over and over and over until you realize that you are an asshole. <laughs> and I don't even care what comes of it. It means more to me that you realize that you are an asshole for leaving motherfuckers hanging on something that's important. I want I, that means more to me than even what you think about me. Like, if, like if the people at FX were like, "Yo, that one Mike nigga always be hounding motherfuckers." Like, well, stop ignoring me, nigga, and I won't hound you. I and mean, then I look, you're, you're and I don't even look at this. That's valid to ask for because that's that's the that's nature. That's what everybody of the, do. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody do. And I don't even care FX because I don't even look at it as like, oh, if I keep hounding them or if I keep asking, they might get mad at me and they'll just never answer. I'll never get an FX screener again. Yes, I will, because either you're going to give them to me now or I'm going to get famous enough to where you're going to have no motherfucking choice. So you go, I'm getting the screeners, nigga. <laughs> I'm getting right. them now or I'm getting them later. And if you, even if you say, even if you get irritated by me asking over and over because you keep ignoring me, eventually I'm, it's going to get to a point where you're going to have to give them to me, nigga. So you, now or later, either way, I'm going to be bothering you. And unless you... Uh, and I told uh I told a friend of mine who who uh is in that business, I told her I was like, like if they told me no, like like if they just say like nah, man, look, like you don't have enough subscribers, or if they told me like we don't even think your content is that good, you need to get be- like we think you need to improve your content before we'll give you uh more screeners. I would be perfectly one thousand percent okay with that. I respect saying something to me. And I'd be like, well, shit, then I guess I need to set my motherfucking game up. Like, I feel a way about it, like, for a minute. But then I would be like, all right, well, they gave me something to work with. But, like, that ignoring shit? Nah, nigga. I don't take that shit, dog. Like, <laughs> I will annoy you before I'm going to let you ignore me. You're going to say something eventually. Even if even if what that is is go fuck yourself, then you, but you're going to say something. 
Gotta say something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why that's how I ended up cussing out my pistons ticket rep. Because <laughs> that nigga had an ignoring problem. He ain't well, gonna so have, no, so, so have one no more. So what happened with that? I never told you about that. Could you mention it? Uh I mentioned it in the chat, but I, I assumed I had said it before. I mean, you mentioned that you cussed them out, but I didn't know the reason why though. Okay, so um I wanted to get so my my my, my son and my wife's birthday are on back to back days. There was a Pistons game around that time, and I wanted to get club seats for that because I wanted to treat them to like, you know, to, to, you know, to what the clubs are like and shit. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to exchange a game that I had for for one of the, the for the game that was by that time period and then upgrade. So I, and so this and this was just a request. I didn't even know if it was possible, but I just wanted to ask. Like, so it was something like. I don't remember the dates, but I had a game against Phoenix and I wanted to go to a game against Portland. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to say, I wanted to ask the guy, like, can I switch uh, my Phoenix game to a Portland game to the Portland game, but then pay you extra to upgrade the seats to the clubhouse. Mm -hmm. So that was my request. I emailed this nigga like three, four times. He didn't answer. I called him and now, now, you know, if I picked up the telephone to call a nigga, it's important. <laughs> so I called him multiple times, left him voicemails. He never called back. So I was talking to uh, to Doc, uh, Doc Joe Brown about it, and he was like, "Yeah, they be doing that really. If like if you're not a if you're not a full season holder, they'll like like once they got the sale, nigga, they'll play you. Like they're not really they're not really like they ain't really go." talk to you no more um if you're not a if you're not a full season holder or maybe you know whatever and i'm like that's some bitch ass shit so i let it go but then the nigga emailed me and was like oh i just noticed that uh i missed your email uh we we wouldn't have been it we couldn't do that switch or whatever i don't even know if he addressed the switch but um and then he slid in something like uh but we're starting packages for next year or something to that effect and I emailed him back and was like, I, I, I can't remember what I said. I'm going to word it to you how I'm going to word it now. And what I'm going to say is the same energy that was in the email. Just remove any instance where I say nigga right now because I don't put nigga in emails. But I definitely put uh, fuck in the email. So like, <laughs> so that part is real. If I say fuck, I really said fuck. But if I say nigga, I, probably, I, I didn't put that in the email. But the email basically said like... Um, what you're not going to do is ignore me when I needed you, when I was trying to get a gift for my wife and son. And then all of a sudden pretend like you just discovered the email when you wanted to try to get a sale for next season. Do not ever fucking talk to me or email me or call me again. That's, that's it. And that was the, the essence of the email. And so that's why I said that nigga's not going to be contacting me to, <laughs> to offer me tickets to the draft party. Cause no. I, cause I expressly, <laughs> I expressly forbade him from doing so. That's some whack ass shit too, though. He he fully deserved all that smoke. Fully mm -hmm. deserved it. And I was looking for that nigga at the um at the uh the lap the lottery thing that I went to. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that nigga better not be up in here, up in here neither. And I wouldn't have started no shit. But like, if he had been up in there, he 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 would have he he better not have said anything to me. Like, if he saw me and recognized me, he would have been wise to keep it pushing. But he wasn't there anyway. But I was wondering if he might be.
So you just deal with a different salesperson now for shit? I don't have a I don't have a person. Oh, okay. I don't I don't have anybody right now. Um and, and which is fine because I don't know if I'm gonna buy any ticket package for the season anyway. Cause I like I like I've said to you guys before you, you guys in the chat before, they're not gonna be making me sit through the, the worst season of my life and the second worst season ever and get the fifth pick and then try to get me to buy tickets in advance. <laughs> like, no, mm. nigga, <laughs> you bet you, we need, well, we have it now, but like, no, I need to see the coach. I need to see what's going to happen with this draft pick. And I need to see a roster. I'm not doing a goddamn thing until I see the roster. The only way they possibly could have gotten money out of me early is if they had gotten the number one pick. And then I'm like, okay, well, I already know who that's going to be. <laughs> and I can already assume that they might be able to make some other stuff happen because of it. And then I might have I might have made the leap and got a package early, but when they didn't get the number one pick, now no, I'm not buying shit until I won't buy anything until the season about to start now, because like now I now I need to see what the whole roster gonna look like. No, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Shit. Yeah, that's that's whack as fuck though. But yeah, I, I, at this point, all that to say, I don't let niggas ignore me. <laughs> TLDR, I don't let niggas ignore me. Yeah, I man, I wanted to, I wanted to do follow up emails to the motherfucker so bad, like dog, y'all just gonna not reply to me and ask me. Like, I want to hit the one chick up. Like, yeah, you did. You know, your your previous email, you said you were contacting me. You find out anything? I'm I'm trying to check the status. That did you find out anything? You know what I'm saying? But I was just like, fuck it. There at that point, I'd probably be harassing. But I'm just like, do your fucking jobs. You know what I'm saying? And you know, just be decent fucking people. If I take the time out to you know do a fucking in person interview, and I inquire you know, about it, you know, send a fucking email. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Jump through the fucking email and, and hit you or some shit? You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just like, whatever. So, yeah. One thing I won't follow up, though, if is if it's something that I'm asking, like, a favor. Because right, I already right. don't like asking for help or favors in the first place. Nah, yeah. So, if I'm asking for help or favor and they ignore me, then I, it depends on the person, the situation, but I probably won't follow up. Well, I definitely won't follow up, but um, it depends on whether or not I don't follow up and think and look at it as like uh, I'll find another way or, you know, I, I don't take it to heart or if I put them in my mental notepad of niggas who I'm going <laughs> to who I'm going to fuck over in the future, <laughs> like not not fuck over. But like. If a time comes where, you know. I'll, where it comes up that I needed that person for a favor and they and they ghosted me, I'm gonna remember it. And there's there's instances where that happens where I just kind of file I'll 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 just file it in the back of my brain. Like if it ever comes up again, make note of this this specific person's behavior. But yeah, I, and it's funny because I have I let it go if I'm asking for help. Well, it's funny because I have a, a it's a weird situation that that same position I was going for. I realized I had a uh, at that job. I had a common uh, LinkedIn friend, which, you know, people just connect. I don't even know this person. But when I clicked on him, I realized he had sent me a, a, a sent me a, a message like four years ago. But he was wow. a recruiter at that time. Okay. And so I just, I didn't, I wasn't looking for a job at the time. I didn't, you know, I just kind of looked over it. Don't even remember it. And so when I was look, uh, applying for that position, I, I, and I messaged him like, hey, uh, I see that you, you know, work, you, you know, you work at this position. I see you actually email me, you know, and I forget what I said, but it basically kind of apologizes for not responding. But I asked him, you know, did he know anything about the position? Let me know. And he never responded, but I saw he read this shit. So he finally felt like this motherfucker didn't respond to me four years ago. Fuck this nigga. 
Right. Yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs> but you know, I'm like, fuck it, that's on me. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I, I would have took that L too. Like, no, yeah. I took it. Yeah, I, I fully took it. That was, that was totally <laughs> yeah, on me. I, I took it. I took it. I but I, this one. I, that's what I just want to say. You know, the, 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 it was reversed, and I did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I, I took that L because that was that was on me. You know. But now it just you know one of those things I remember. It's just a mental note. You know, even you never know when you have to cross paths somebody or make it get a you know a heads up from somebody. So you know, I try to respond as much as I can, just so I can stay in decent standings with fucking strangers in case something may pop up. So yeah, but yeah, I, I took that over stride. So, <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, you got anything else? Uh, no, I don't think I'm good. All right. Well, I'll get this out earlier than late. I've had a, I've, I've been really bad at getting episodes out, but I'm definitely getting this out. We're actually recording this a couple of days before because I had family here next few days. So, Wanted to try to get something in this week, especially. No, did we record last week? Nah, no. Since we did because because we didn't record last week, I wanted to really get something, something uh this week. But if you didn't get a chance to check out last week's uh the two weeks week episode, uh, what's love got to do with it? We talk a little about Tina Turner and other random shit. So check that one out as well. Um, and yeah, but other than that, peace, peace.